0: Hey there podcast listeners, exciting news. My new audiobook, The Short Book Formula: A Financial Professional's Guide to Writing a Book in 6 Weeks to Attract Ideal Clients, is out now. And the best part, for a limited time, we're offering this audiobook to you for free. Hurry over to www.theshortbookformula.com and claim your copy now. And now, onto our show. Hey, everyone. This is Paul McManus, and I am the CEO and co-founder of Million Dollar Producer, which is a division of More Clients, More Fun. And today, I'm very excited to be introducing my very first guest for the Million Dollar Producer show, Shane Walls. Shane Walls, wonderful to have you here. How are you doing? No great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. You know, and this is really, this is really special for me because, you know, we met Couple years ago, I think it's been about two years, almost to the day, maybe two years in a month. And you know, up until the point that I met you, I really had you know life insurance, and you know this this market that you're in, you know, was was nowhere on my radar. You know, I was serving coaches and consultants, um, and you you came into my life, um, not in a weird way, but (laughs) um, since then we've worked together very closely on on your business and, you know, just, I guess, the starting point of this conversation is that you have gone from a couple hundred thousand dollars of Target Premium to, I believe it's 2.5 million of Target Premium or so in less than a couple years. Um, what does that journey look like for you? <laughs> That's a big question. Let's let, we'll, we'll just dive into that bit by bit, but, but just overall, what does that journey, what's that journey been like for you?
1: Well, I mean, you know, when people say they live the dream, I really, really am. So, yeah, I mean, I was, you know, I was doing a couple hundred thousand dollars in premium a year or target premium a year and, you know, doing, doing like, you know, most pretty successful guys doing life insurance because I had my, I've got an RIA firm as well. So, you know, you add all that up, it's not a bad day's work for what you're getting paid. And so, you know, but since we met, you know, which, which, which goes back to me figuring out how to, uh you know, generate leads from social media, uh, you know, my business went crazy because of all the, the, the leads and the types of leads that I'm, that I'm getting and, and how we've done all that or how you've done it all that helped me, you know, get in front of the people, uh, you know, because I used to spend most of my day because my business is pretty easy to run, you know, just trying to generate leads. It's all marketing, emailing, you know, calling people, meeting people for lunch, coffee, whatever, just networking. So, and and I'm not bad at that, but I was like, there's, there's, there's definitely better. I always knew there was better ways to do it because I'm a pretty good marketing, you know, person in different kinds of businesses I've been in. So it's been, you know, since we met, it's, my life's been a lot, you know, it's a whole lot easier and I've been a whole lot more effective because now I spend all my time basically talk, either talking to clients that are the exact clients I'm looking for every day or meeting them or working on cases with. Them. So that's, that's pretty much all I do.
0: That's fantastic. I love hearing that. And so let's go a little bit deeper there. In terms of your clients, I know when we started um, a couple of years ago, the idea was that your clients are business owners. Um, yeah. What has that journey been like for you? So, from when we started till to today, who would you describe as your ideal clients and your ideal target prospects?
1: Well, like anybody probably listening to this, we're like, we're after the business owners. And that's, you know, I've, I've figured out that that's not really a target market, uh, you know, over the last couple of years. So, you know, we were trying to figure out how to market what I was doing, uh, you know, in an effective way. And we, we came up with a pretty good solution from the beginning. So it was, it worked out great, but you know, over time, I figured out, you know, fast forward, you know, six months, I think, it, I think that's how long it took us to figure out for what I'm doing. It just worked better with developers and I got a developer client. And all of a sudden we went from you know marketing to Texas, or, you know, helping people save taxes mm-hmm. in Texas to, uh, you know, now I'm helping specifically developers. So, and, and what that's done is a whole nother story. You know, now I've just worked with developers or happy in, 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 in investors and developers, mm-hmm. you know, eliminate tax on asset sales, and, and income. And, and, you know, now I'm an investor in all their deals. And, you know, now, my RIA firm is is pretty much managing my clients in and out of projects of so real estate projects, you know, multifamily and stuff versus stock markets. So my whole business has changed. So when I say what I'm with a developer, you better know I know their lingo, their jargon, what they're talking about in any sense. And so it's made uh, having a niche market like that changes a lot because those guys know that I'm different than the other guy they've been talking to. Or the the, the the agent they have, or the advisor they have, or the CPA they have. You know, I'm not a CPA, but it's like uh, you know I can do some things CPAs can't do uh, with some tax attorneys I work with. So uh, so that's that's kind of you know you you, you you take all that and you 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 put it in a in a fine tuned uh, niche market, mm-hmm. and it's it's a whole different story. You know that's and that's why I'm I'm a lot more effective now because I'm talking I'm just talking to mainly developers and investors. About one, you know, one specific thing. Now, just like everybody else that's probably listening, we do a lot of stuff. There's a whole lot of stuff I can do, but I hone in on one little thing I can do for them, which is their biggest pain, and we go from there. And so, you know, we go from there, then we go to the next. So I'm working. You know, I got so many things working right now, I can't control it all. So I'm scaling my business. So uh, that's that's kind of where I'm at right now.
0: And and there's two really, you know, key points that you said. So, you know, one was getting very clear on that very specific target market that you help and that very specific pain point that you help them with. And in doing that, you know, I work with a lot of, you know, clients um, around this kind of strategy. And typically, the the fear or the concern or the worry is, is that the more narrow you go in terms of your marketing, you're going to limit your opportunities. Um, and so just to, you know, ask the question that way, since you've gone narrow, how, you know, you mentioned how much more, it sounds like effective you are with developers, but has that narrowed the other opportunities that you have for people that aren't developers and investors?
1: No. And it's, you know, it's, it's the opposite of what most of us think. And I can speak for most guys in my industry because they I've heard it from all of them. They said the same thing. It's like, Oh, what did did, you mean? We're going to leave all this other stuff off the table. We need to let them know everything that we're doing. And so what you kind of taught me is like, let's figure out what their biggest pain is. Just hit them with that. And then unleash what all you got, because then you're in the door, you know, then they're listening for this. You you don't go in there talking about all the stuff. You you talk about that one thing and you get really good at that. and You're better than anybody else doing it. And then you're the guy. And so then when you implement that, you, you've already I've laid seeds along the way. Look, we can talk about this, this, and this, and I can do this for you, and we can do it this. We text, but, you know. There's things that we can. There's you know, when you're learning all these different kinds of strategies that we that we learn if we're part of groups that learn tax strategies or, mm-hmm. or different kind of strategies that are different than anything else, which is what I look for because that's the only way you got to be different in some way, and then you can unleash all that stuff, and they're ready to listen because you've helped them with this biggest pain, and so that's what's that's the it's a flip flop of what we think. And, and I'm now a huge advocate of niche marketing in a small area with one little thing. And you hit them with that arrow and they're like, okay, yeah, let's talk. We need to talk about that. Because I get that every, you know, it's what we do every day. It's like, yeah, I, I need to at least talk to you because I want to hear what, you, what you're
0: doing. Sure. You know, and, and imagine, you know, if you're talking to a developer and The difference between say going in with how you go in which is that you help a developer real estate developer investor um, essentially eliminate the capital gains tax right imagine that message and the reaction that you're getting versus say for example approaching a developer and saying you know i can help you with your business succession planning i can help you with i don't know your pension planning i can help you with these things what's the difference between those two approaches in your view?
1: Well, if you had a hundred guys you're talking to
0: uh,
1: probably 90, 90 of them would listen to me if I was approaching them about the capital gains tax and maybe one would listen. If I want to talk to them about it, if,
0: if, if on honestly, if, if, if one, right, right,
1: right, right. right. If you called a hundred of them, I don't think anybody would really talk to you about that stuff. So it's like, you know, it's, a, it's just a whole different approach and, and it's worked you know, magically. And so, you know it's just uh, i mean I wouldn't I wouldn't change a thing as the way we have it now and it's just continuing to you know explode
0: absolutely you know and and this is I think you know critical thing for any producer to to kind of get from a marketing strategy standpoint is that there's a big difference between referral business and Cold lead generation, and by cold lead generation, it's taking a complete stranger, say so that you know you find on LinkedIn, and turning them into an interested prospect. And if if a CPA or a center of influence is rec- referring you in, then sure, you know it could be about succession planning or whatnot because there's already an expressed need, there's already a transfer right. of trust, you know, and that's the conversation may just start there. But when you're talking about cold lead generation you know, and getting a complete stranger to be like, tell me more about what you do, especially these business owners and high net worth individuals. How is that different in your view?
1: Well, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot different. So, you know, the leads that that I get every day or have calls with have been through a formula. So it's not like they don't know anything about what I'm about to tell them. It's not like they don't have a, you know, they, they've expressed interest in exactly what we're going to talk about. So. Mm They're, they're a warm lead. So every time I get on a call, and, and I do – you know, there's certain things I do that I've learned because I have so many of them, and you just get better and better with, of each call that you get with this specific need that they have. And I always – you know, what I do is I, I'll ask them their story. I want to know how they got to where they're at, and they love that. So they, it really just creates a, a super – it's already warm because they're interested in, what, in a way I can help them with, you know, saving taxes. So that's always – that's, an, that's always a pretty warm lead if they have some kind and and they know that what I'm what I'm doing is legit because they've seen a bunch of stuff. They've seen some of my videos. They've seen some stuff before they even got on a call, mm-hmm. and so that helps them understand that you know what we're going to talk about is real and it's going to help you. But let's let me hear your story, mm-hmm. and I'll tell, give them some background. You know, I didn't make up the strategy. Uh, you know, I work with some tax attorneys. I work, I'm part of a group that has all these great strategies, and we vet them out. So so you know we kind of. So before you even get started talking about it, then we jump into it. We got a good relationship going, and it gets and it's and it's just a. I mean, every t- every time I get done explaining it to them, they get it, and they're and, and they're like, what 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 would be the next steps? Not that they're going to implement it, <laughs> not to implement that strategy right away, but they're like, and, and I you know, I got the steps now. I'm like, well, you know, we're going to get on a call with the tax attorney. You're going to have more questions, uh, in, in in between And If you can, you know, send me some tax returns. I can kind of look at your numbers and. We kind of, kind of start talking about the, what the numbers look like after we have the call. So, you know, so you have, you have to have a little system down, but it, it, you develop that over time. But it doesn't take long when you have as many calls as you've been able to set up for me every week. And, you know, I've been told them a couple of weeks ago, I said, don't set up any, any more calls for the next <laughs> week. Because i got so many cases I'm trying to work on, so I'm trying to scale my business right now. So, yep. it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's at a crazy point, which is just, you know, that's the best problem we could ever have as, a, as an advisor or an and or agent, so uh, we're, we're you know, I'm excited.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I was just I was just talking to uh, um, uh, a colleague of ours that we both know, um, Mark Larrabee, and just yesterday he was saying, okay, send me less <laughs> appointments. <laughs> how many advisors? How many advisors? That, oh, you that? <laughs> and
1: I, you would never think you would ever in our business. You would never think you would say that about the kind of clients that we're
0: we're sitting in and speak to that. Right. So, so, you know, you know, Mark obviously well, um, whether it's yourself or Mark, when you say the type of clients that you deal with, what does that look like? Whether it's developer, just in general investors, et cetera, or, so, or, or what the target premium typically is.
1: Yeah. So it's, you know, a typical case or a typical client would be a guy selling a large asset, which right now, because of it's, uh, you know, because of the, the market, everybody's trying to get rid of assets or sell them because everything's kind of appreciated right now. So they're making sure they're making their money. And so a typical client would be selling, you know, anywhere from $2 million property to 20 million or at up, uh, I'm mean, dealing with both right now. Sure. Uh, and, and, and based on what we do, there's some charitable structures that we set up in different ways and life insurance comes with it. Cause it pays the charity out down the road. Uh, they get some money now, some later, but the life insurance piece and we'll usually finance it. And you know, the cases are usually anywhere from $500,000 a year premium on up to two and a half million, you know, which I've done some joint case work on those, but my largest one was a million and a half yeah. premium. So, uh, and I'm working on two of those right now. So, you know, those all came from, from the types of leads that we're getting from these developers. And so what's happened since then is that we've, I, I told you, I said, Hey, let's hone in on, on a specific city. I'm not going <laughs> to tell everybody what my city is, but,
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> but we'll, we'll, let's see. Let's, let's, let's throw people off. We'll say it's, uh, I don't know. No, never mind.
1: <laughs> well, it doesn't matter, but I mean, so we focused on that city. So what's happened is I've got all these clients in that city and all these top guys know each other. So I'm like, hey, go talk to so-and-so. Go talk to so yeah. They're like, Oh, you know, Oh, okay. If he did it, well, you know, so, it's become a lot easier. So I'm really honed in on one city and I, even though I like to go to different cities and work, doing you know what I'm doing? When I tell you I'm going somewhere else and set me up some leads there. So that's even better. But <laughs> like, that's got to be like a dream because I went on a, an FFR trip in Laguna beach and met with a developer out there that actually happened to live right across the street from a montage. I was like, that was pretty nice. So, but anyway, you know, to, to, to get back to the point, it's, it's, when you as you've done this even you know when we first started obviously i didn't have all those clients but it's just gotten better and better so that's where now it's a much easier conversation to have from the beginning because a lot of times in the beginning when i started doing this stuff i was like it almost sounds too good to be true but they believed it but it was a longer process now where i was like go talk to so-and-so go talk to so-and-so you know it's like it just you know that's where you know you can't get better than that so it's just a good situation to be in so Every time we meet with a new one in this specific city, especially, they all know each other. So it's just a great, it's a great networking city. And it's, uh, you know, so my business has exploded and cases are happening faster.
0: Yep. That's fantastic. And let me just ask a question in a different way. You may have already addressed it, but what just any other thoughts that you have is why do your clients, do you think choose you? Why is it that, you know, this, this, this stranger, this this person that doesn't know you, wasn't referred to through a center of influence is coming right. to you. For the most part through linkedin as a complete stranger why is it that they trust you why is it that they choose you
1: so you it's all you know it's all i had to give the kudos out to you for getting me in front of these people but what what happens and i'll figure this out i know exactly what it is now uh because i kept saying god i've got another client that's just like me they're, they're all these guys really you know they got great personalities they're fun they're, you know, now we, you know, it's one of the rules. If the client's not fun, we don't. Do it. <laughs> it's a great rule. To have, man. But I can tell these guys that right from the beginning, they're just yep. great guys. So I was like, how in the world is it that, is it just all developers are really fun and go, you know, <laughs> you know, it, What it is, is all these videos they've seen, you, you have a connection to them. They see you on the video. And so if it's a guy that's probably not a lot of fun and just, Strictly business and numbers, and he watches the video that I'm on. He's probably not going to call me. Sure, I mean he might, but I'm just sure. saying it's it's guys that actually it's got you know he looks pretty kind of crazy, a lot, a lot of fun. that's how we do our videos. We you know totally. we want to make them fun because that's the kind of clients we want to attract, and that's what's happened. So not only are we getting the, the, the demographic, the you know the the the, the sell amount, the, the income, you know that type of client, we're getting the, the ones out we'd Love to, that are becoming great friends. So that just takes it to a whole nother level, and and now yeah, you know it's like these guys. They call me every day. Let's go play golf. Like, hey, we're going to going to Vegas. This week, you know, it's like I get invited to so many things every <laughs> every month. It's just insane. But it makes it so much more fun to be friends with with all these clients. It's it's uh, it's hard to even believe. So so that yeah, the the target premiums have went through the roof. The business has gone through the roof. The calls have gone through the roof. The uh, you know. And it's just, and, and then the clients are just awesome. So, you know, you add all that up and, you know, there's, I, and I don't have any employees. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that probably in a minute, but those kind of things, you know, create quality of life. And that's what I'm all about. Quality. I'm not going to give up my quality of life for my business. I just yeah. would never do it, never have. Yeah. And that's probably why I hadn't hit in the millions yet, because I, I've always had to drive. I just sure. want to make sure I have my play time. And that's more important to me and my wife you know, than anything, uh, you know, business is obviously important, but I got to have some kind of balance and I've figured out how to do that with this business and, and actually make a lot of money too.
0: I think you just articulated one of the secret ingredients of not only, I mean, so there's getting appointments. In my mind, it's very simple, right? So there's, you know, any, you know, it there, there's essentially that's, but that's in your mind, <laughs> yeah,
1: sure. So, sure, sure. <laughs> in, in my people mind, there's not many people like this <laughs> stuff out, and that's And I'm a true great marketing guy, and you know, when I met you, that's the thing about it. It's so different because your mind works differently than anybody I've ever talked to on the marketing side because your brain starts just going to work. I can see it, you know, working every time we talk. And it's like you figure out things that nobody else can figure out in, in our industry and what we're doing, and so that that's where you know, that gets it all started and that's all we need, you know, to get it started. But there's you know, giving me a warm lead is insanely awesome.
0: Absolutely. Thank you. Um, in my mind, there's really two key things. One is getting the lead right. Qualified lead, which is what everyone thinks that they need and, and they do, you know, for the most part. But then two, what you just articulated was the second thing, which a lot of people don't appreciate, Yet, is that once they start having all these leads, how do you actually speed up the process of closing the leads, especially when it's a cold prospect, right? So when it's a referral, that's a different dynamic, but how do you effectively and more quickly close a cold prospect? And what you articulated was that the more developers you're working with, you know, you very quickly have learned to immediately introduce them to some of the developers that you've already worked with because when they talk to them the trust all the things that you've established now just go to a whole new level the question i have for you is how did you create that dynamic how did how did you create the dynamic where you've essentially enlisted some of your key clients developers to essentially be part of your sales team if that makes sense
1: well again you helped me with that so we you know we took one of my first great clients and we had, we did a video together. And so, you know, he backing up what it's done for him, not just me talking or you talking, we ask him the questions and, you know, that's the credibility that we, that we needed, uh, or that helped me catapult what I'm doing into a faster sales cycle. Right. So that's basically what it is. It's like, you know, you get your, I remember you telling me, as soon as you get your first big client or your first best great client that's going to work, want to work with us and help you, and we're going to really, it's going to really facilitate, you know, what we're doing faster. And I was like, Hey, whatever, I'm busy. You know, let's, we'll talk about that whenever I'm, I, I did not really want to, I was like, it's going to be a pain to ask when you guys do a video. Was like, <laughs> sure, you, when you help them in a way like we have, you know, the, the, she was, the first one was like, no, I'd love, I'd be glad to do it. You know, yeah. no, no doubt about it. So, and that, that is really, you know, that's, that's the, and when somebody asks me cold I'll, I'll send them a link on our video. You know, it's like, uh, so it's, so you have all these different sales tools After you've yep. you know, for a short period of time, you can really close the case and then you just keep getting more and more and more credibility built up. And then the next thing you know, you just don't, you got people want to meet with you because they've heard your name from so-and-so or they, yep. or, or you've got a, a lead and you're, you know, it's like, do you know someone, do you know, and he's like, yeah, if he, he's done. Okay. Well, you know, that's, that's all I need to know. <laughs> Pretty much, a, a pop, <laughs> Right well, obviously we'll meet with the CPA and stuff like that, but in his situation, but it's like the credibility, uh, I don't have a problem with credibility at all with, with what I'm doing.
0: Absolutely. Just to underscore that it's based off of the credibility you've established on your own, but then also it's further enhanced by the relationships that you've developed with some of those key clients and then their network. I mean, I, mean, I remember that um, we did an um, in-person executive roundtable not too long back where, you know, we're in a room – um, filled with developers who are all there to listen to you. You know, how, you know, just be able to create that opportunity where you're invited in, um, you're with, you know, some of your key clients, they're further telling their peer network, how awesome you are. I mean, you know, that is where you take your business development to a whole new level.
1: Right. And it it is. So it's, you know, it's been great just figuring out how to do that, those different things. So, you know, not only about those leads that you're generating and you know, doing these online developer, the round tables where we invite my LinkedIn connections and we Sorry. had, how many people did we have show up at that first so Um, let 75,
0: 75, I think something. Se- 77, 77, 77. okay. So yeah, so maybe
1: we, you know, and, and then a ton of guys are coming from that, that we're that I'm starting to talk to. So just all these different creative ways of getting back in front of the people that I'm already connected to on LinkedIn is just, you know, it's been, it's been, a, it's been a, you know, a blessing.
0: Now, there, there's two two more points that I think this leads to or two questions that make that is that first of all, I, I heard you say it before, just, you know, let me make sure I, I heard you correctly is that you, you don't have any in place. I do not. So, <laughs> tell, me, uh, tell me more how you pulled off that feat. <laughs> anybody dealing with
1: business owners see the same problems and the biggest problems that they have and that's usually employees, taxes and employees. And so, uh, you know, employees are probably number one, but uh, very few business owners uh, can manage employees effectively, and that's their biggest pain. You know, hiring, firing, just the, the you know the day in day out problem. So I was like, okay, when I when I start this, when I start this advisory firm and, and do all this stuff, I'm going to set it up in a way where I hopefully only have a few employees. You know, I don't care how big I grow. Somehow I'm going to figure out a way because I knew how to outsource. You know, sure. I I, I, I own a big you know, I was in a big company before with the percentage of ownership in it. And I understood that, you know, early on, I was like, okay, we don't want to hire employees for hardly anything. We we knew from other guys, we know we had some mentors basically that told us outsource where you can. It may cost you a little more uh, dollar wise, but it's going to it cost you a whole lot less than it would be to hire the employees because no. of the headaches that you're going to experience no. and the time consuming things that you had to go through. So yeah, I built my model modeled around that because I'd been, I've been experienced all that firsthand, and I, because at one time we had uh, about eight hundred employees,
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: and so we scaled that back down and figured out how to outsource a lot of that stuff. So you know, I just I was like, okay, I know there's and I and I knew it's not about the revenue; it's about the net. You know, the sure, cost. yeah, you, <laughs> it's you, like We were we we're, were doing fifty million a year, and and, and maybe netting or three million in some of those times. And so I was like, that's just, that doesn't, the math doesn't work right on that. So anyway, so, you know, fast forward, that was probably, you know, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, now I've got it to where, you know, I'm producing a, a large number mm-hmm. in the millions, but my overhead, maybe 50,000. <laughs> 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 so, I mean, seriously. And so I've got, do I have people that do a lot of stuff for me? Yes, I do, but I don't. They're ten ninety nine, and I don't have to pay much out of pocket for anything because the way I've strategically set everything up. So, no. you know, including your so so that's the other point would be okay. You know, how am I doing? How am I keeping up with all these leads? How am I keeping up with all these people on LinkedIn? Well, I don't have to do any of that, and so that's the other magical thing is like I you have a you've got a scheduler for me. You got somebody that actually handles my LinkedIn profile and talks to these clients when they're, when they connect to me and get interested. And so that's where the bigger key is, is I don't have to keep these ongoing communications going on. All I do every day is look at my, I'll look the day before and i look at my calendar and I'll see who was, who I have the appointment with or who I'm talking to, or who I'm doing a zoom call like this with. And I'll go back and look at the conversation mm-hmm. that your, that your people had with them to get them to want to get on a call with me because they're they're you know, your, your people are educated on what I do in a, in a pretty insane way where they know exactly what my strategy does. So they know how to talk to them kind of like it was, at, it was with me. And so, you know, setting that up. And so it's all set up. All I have to do is get on an actual call or a zoom call like this and, and explain what I do and build a relationship with clients. So I just take it from there and do what I do, you know, and I don't have to do any of the marketing anymore. I don't have to set any of the appointments up, you know, and, and, and that's just, so that, that right there is, that's what a lot of people spend a lot of time on, you know, $40,000 a year assistant, you know, that keeps up with, sure. they do more stuff for these guys. I mean, I do my own paperwork because sure. people ask me, who who does your paperwork? And I'm like, well, I do. You know, it's like, I wouldn't want anybody to do my paperwork because it takes me five minutes to write an app. <laughs> and I'm like, how long does it take to write an app? And my cases are large, so I don't do that many. So it's like, I don't need somebody to do my paperwork. That's like, yeah simple so anyway you know things like that it's like okay what do you what are you good at what are you quick things you're not good at you should definitely outsource them scheduling you know it's like you don't want to be at full-time schedule so you guys do all my scheduling and everything so that's what that's a huge piece of uh of a time consuming area that i don't have to no longer do and so i have all i do now is i'm on the phone talking to people i'm working on cases I'm working on numbers. I'm crunching numbers. I'm talking to the clients back and forth. And so, you know, and I'm right now I'm scaling a business where I can have somebody, they're not going to actually be an employee either. I'm going to give them a small portion of the, the app that we do to keep them incentivized to push this process through. But to help me close these cases, I need somebody to do some different chunks of it. And so that's kind of what I'm developing right now. So
0: perfect. It. <laughs> one of the things you mentioned was Zoom, which is just the video conferencing that we're on now, but tell us more about, so, you know, do, do you typically meet with people in person? Are you, do you have an office? Um, are you location free? You know, what is, I mean, and, and I know the answer, which is, I'm your. what's that? i mobile. You're mobile. So, so, mobile. so, 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 yeah, so, so tell mobile. me more about that.
1: I'm mobile I, I do meet clients in person but most of the time never on the first call so i always so since we've been since we've known each other i've learned how to i mean zoom is the easiest tool i've ever used uh, by far i've never really done webinars or anything like that but zoom is super easy so you know i know how to control everything on my screen and i can let the client have it so i i, I do mostly Zoom or phone calls—the first one, just to see where their interest is. Make sure they're exactly who they say they are, and they're, they're needing my help right now. Always, definitely, will meet them at some point, but uh but it keeps me from having to travel. So, I'm, you know, I'm here, and I work out of the house, so I don't have an office. This is—I mean, this is an—I got a super nice office at the house. No kids running in and out, so I understand. There's plenty of guys out there that are going to be listening to this. That. You know, it's like okay, yeah, you know, I've got kids and my wife's kind of crazy, so she's at the house all the time. She, my <laughs> wife works; uh, she's usually gone doing things. So, I have I, it's easy for me to work out of the house, and I wouldn't no. change a thing because, I mean, I got a much better setup than most people have at their at their real office. So, this is my real. So, I'm, it's virtual, so I can I can I can be mobile. But back to your point, it's like okay, yeah, I'm, I'm virtual, I'm mobile. I cut expenses by working out of the house. I cut expenses by not having to travel and jump on a flight somewhere every time I go meet a new client. So uh, I've saved tons of time and money by using this tool that we're that right now we're talking on, and clients love it because it's funny. They've never, used, most of them have never used anything like this. And so we'll get on there and they're like, "Wow, this is this is cool," you know, because <laughs> we're like, it's like we're sitting at a coffee shop. Having, you know, or having, or having a cocktail, whatever. We're sitting across from each other. You
0: can, you can bring your coffee? It's no
1: different. <laughs> <laughs> i phone's I'm on my coffee day, so. But, but, but it's like, this is like, now we're sitting right across from each other. It's no different than as if you were sitting right with them yep. and they can see your mannerisms. They can see everything. Even yep. if they can't, don't have a camera. It doesn't matter. They can see me yep. and it's it still is just as effective. Uh, but I always tell them, get a camera. Because next time, and I said, I'll come meet you at some point, obviously. But I was like, you know, if, especially if we're going down that path. But it's like, yeah, get a camera or, or get on your phone next time and jump on here. And I said, it's, it's, it's fine. I said, because you'll start using it in your business or with, in your personal life with your friends. And so, uh, anyway, but that's how I, I do my, I do a better presentation on here than I do in person. Because I like using uh, my PDFs and opening different, having my files set up. So right when I get on the call, we can go. I can just pull up anything. I know where everything's at. And so it's really become super effective on, on you know, through my process. And so, but once I go meet them, maybe it's, you know, a month down the road. And, well, it depends on where they're at. If they're in a close city, I'll definitely meet them the second meeting every time. If uh, if not, then I'll maybe have a couple of meetings on here before I go see them. And then after that, you know, I usually don't have to see them again. Because everything I can do, like the paperwork can go, you know, I can, I can send them the paperwork online and everything else because I got all that stuff set up. And really only have to see them really one time. Whereas most people I know doing these kind of cases I'm doing, they're having to fly out every time to see these same clients three or four times to close them on a big case. And so there's, you know, two grand, 2500 in flights. Time, you, the time you go to the airport, fly there, fly back, you're missing all, all of those stuff that you could be working on. So there's a lot of uh, efficiencies that I've learned by using these tools.
0: Sure. You know, in, in my experience, it's funny because it's actually better for the client as well. It's better for the prospect. You know, instead of expecting someone to come out and having to take an hour two hours, whatever it is, it's like it's 15 minutes, it's 30 minutes, it's whatever's needed to get in, get out. There's no downtime. There's no travel. It's efficient on your side. It's efficient on their side. I remember you and me, since we started working, because we met essentially online, right? Um, I don't think we actually met for in person for about two months. Um, but once we met, it's like, Hey, you know, I already know you. It's
1: like, even like, even, even on your personal side. So I'm working with a trust attorney right now, setting up all my trust stuff. And that's a pain to do. Uh, most guys know, but we're, I got them doing it on here. So I had to go down to this freaking office. all the way <laughs> <There you go. laughs> So it's like, you know, it's like, and he's using, it. he's like, Oh man, I'm starting I'm gonna start using that with some of my clients. Totally.
0: I've I've never met a single I've never met a single person who once they've done it once, you know, hasn't been like this is awesome. <laughs> I wanted-
1: right, right. you can do all these things that you have these meetings that on your personal life, you know, that people say, hey, you, you might want to, let's, let's meet my office. And I'm like, no, let's meet Let's meet <laughs> together at a virtual office. And people are like, and I'm like, no, just click on this link. It'll. You don't even have to download anything. You click on the link, and it's like, uh, next thing you know, we're like, okay. And I said, you can pull anything up, my documents. Let's go through it. Let's finish everything up. So it's not, you don't have to go 45 minutes to downtown.
0: My biggest fear is that when I, I mean, like in my business, it's everyone is location, you know, everyone's around the world. Um, I, have, I have no quote unquote local clients personally. Um, sometimes I have someone that, that that's local, but not by design. And my biggest fear is that they're like, well, let's meet in person. It's like, crap. <laughs> Can we just meet on Zoom? <laughs> it's like, well, especially your business, we I need to know business. you a lot better before I want to invest in time in that drive. <laughs> right, right. Like, really I don't want to drive anywhere. Now, now you mentioned something about saving a ton of money on flights and not having to travel. Now, that being said, you know, I, I do know, and I'm just going to spill the beans here, is that, you know, in addition to your local market where you like to hang out, um, you have given my team some parameters in terms of, you know, places like, San, I think, the San Diego area, Hawaii, um, that you like to spend some time. Um, you know, so tell me more about your, 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 you know, where, where you do decide to allocate your travel budget and what that looks like.
1: You talking business-wise
0: or personal? (laughs) I think for you, it's both. (laughs) Is there, is there a difference?
1: (laughs) oh yeah, so I think I talked about that a little bit earlier, but, uh, but my sister lives in San Diego, I have ties in San Diego. So I go to San Diego, I've got buddies in, uh, Phoenix. I like to go to Phoenix to visit. So we always wrap a few meetings, you know, we'll have a market a week or two ahead of time and, and get some, you know, get some leads going in there. So I'll have some meetings to go to. So I, that's how we do it. When I go places, uh, Maui is another place I like to go. I don't have, a, I, I usually don't have you pulling up meetings there because I've already got some people I know there, but I was like, you know, it's just, that's, that's for all fun, but. I, and I usually don't spend money on flights to those
0: places. Right? <laughs> I think that's a whole other story, right? That's <laughs> right. So anyway,
1: uh, know the story. But uh, yeah, I don't spend money on flights these days for anything, and I fly less on business than I ever have. So it's just uh, you know, it's it's awesome. But but yeah, you know, being able to go. To, to, to a place and stay longer because you got some meetings there or some actual potential clients is a lot more fun than going there just for a, a couple of days to visit somebody. So you can always justify at least two more days if you have one meeting. If you have two or three meetings, you probably, you know, probably a few more days. So I, I just have a little formula I use. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
0: Um, so in addition to what we've talked about, what in your mind has been your secret sauce? Um, you know, in addition to the work that we've done and what, you know, everything we've discussed, I mean, I know that you're part of a producer group. What do you feel has been the key ingredients to you becoming a million dollar producer the past couple of years? I
1: mean, the biggest key is obviously the marketing. Uh, there's no doubt about it. So that's, what you've done is 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 something that is a dream for anybody in our business. And so, you know, it's hard to believe that you know, I was, I was always skeptical. I mean, I knew, I kind of knew you were legit because of the way I found you, but, uh, and and the way we kind of developed some of this together, you, you helped me, I helped you. And it was like, it it turned into something you know really magical, but, uh, but the, but, but really it all goes down to the marketing and, you know, how, you know, how you find clients and then, and then just everything that, you know, as a, as a seasoned sales person or, Somebody's been in sales for a long time and just understanding how it works. You know, it's like, okay, you got these leads. Now it's not up to you to close my leads. You know, it's like, what do you do with those? It's not, it's not, you know, you got somebody generating leads and you complain about them. Well, you got a problem. <laughs> or, 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 or they're bad leads, which we've all gotten those, but the sure. leads produced are not bad leads. And so I'll clear that up right now for anybody listening. Those, they're insane leads and they're, they're people that need what you have you can't close them there, there's some issues in, in your process you know and and, there's, and I've talked to guys that have had a hard time closing some of the cases but and you know I'm real good at, at figuring out you know what they're doing wrong or where they're maybe having some hiccups you know it's like you can't just you got to build some kind of relationship uh, even though you're online and it's not hard to do it's like okay let's talk about some you talk about personal stuff a little bit you have to I mean it's not let's not jump right into the business that's why I ask these guys tell me your story I'm interested in no, like really, and I really sure. am because I'm an investor with about three of these developers that I do business with that have done some planning with me and that's where I keep all my money at. And so it's a big deal to me to know their stories. So I always listen to them and they know I'm genuinely interested. It's not like, hey, just tell me your story so I want to get to know you so sure. I can say something. Absolutely. And then they want to kind of know my story a little bit. I'll tell them, you know, and, and make it fun. It's like, hey, you gotta so you gotta have some kind of something to get them to where they like you. You know, it's yep. not all about uh, selling them something they need because guys are not going to buy from you if they don't like you. Yep. And that, that is the biggest, uh, you know, I've talked to some of your other clients that do what I do and they're great guys, but they've just had some, they had some issues with trying to do what they normally do online yep. <laughs> or on the call. You know, it's like you can do it on a call. You just have to, for certain steps that you take, you have to, you know, there's, you just have to get a formula down where you're really, really comfortable with each other. Uh, and, and it does help to be on Zoom. Uh, but, if you're, uh, you know, but if you go jump right into the business side of it and you don't really talk about it. Now, there's some markets that that would work fine for, it, but not mine. So developers are great. You know, they're different. They like to build relationships. That's what they do. They're not all business. Uh, you, know, you get other types of mar- There's some other markets I know that some of these guys work with that works great for them. They don't even have to talk about personal stuff at all. And so lines different. You just have to understand. You know, it's just about understanding your market. Exactly. What what it takes to get them to want to do business with you, and they're, they're all different. So you know, it's like. Uh, so anyway, it's 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 good to you know, it's good for probably able to hear that. But
0: well, and to your point though, it in, in my experience, um, it works both ways, right? So there's for you, it's a little bit more relationship driven. Um, I know others, I mean, I work with a number of people that work with attorneys, um, and same process, except, you know, it's a little bit more get to the numbers. I mean, you still need to you know the, the challenge of course, is always how do you create trust and credibility? Now there's different ways to go about doing it. Um, but ultimately different markets respond differently. I guess the point being is that regardless of your market, um, you have the ability to work remotely, you have the work ability to use LinkedIn, you have the ability to fill your pipeline with as many of your ideal clients as you like.
1: Yeah. the truth, And it's, I mean, it's just crazy. So it's, it's one of those things where I'm on vacation, which I'm going on more frequently now. Uh, <laughs> sitting back on the beach and you can, I can watch my phone and see these little LinkedIn things pop up. All the time. <laughs> uh, anything to worry about when I get back home, except for I'm gonna have a lot of stuff to do. You know, just
0: <laughs> there you go. the only thing to worry about
1: is you're gonna have so many calls. And you've right. been doing nothing for you know two weeks, which I just did not too long ago. So, you know, it's just uh, it's it's peace of mind. It's it's quality of life, which I've figured out how to do that and balancing things out: family, business, travel, uh, and then you know, taking that to another level in all the aspects. So we're going to much nicer places. We're going longer. I'm working much more effectively. I'm doing bigger cases now. You know, you got to start somewhere, but it's like you have all the if the marketing is in place, there's you can figure everything else out. It's mm-hmm. just. It can, it's all. It all evolves around the marketing, and it always has. I mean, I don't care what people tell you. Uh, you can have the greatest product in the world if you don't know how to market it. You're not going to get anywhere. So it's like we all know that as business owners, and you know, marketing is everything. So if you got the marketing plan down, you get warm leads. There's a way to do it.
0: Switching gears slightly, um, so I know that you do some joint casework. Um, And at the same time, I know that you don't really need to do it because you have so many of, you know, of your own leads and prospects and clients and referrals and everything else. But for, you know, potentially someone watching this, um, what would be an ideal joint casework for you? What does that look like? Is there an opportunity for someone to work with you and benefit from everything that you've learned and done and how you help people?
1: Sure. I mean, you know, that's my niche market is. I would argue anybody if they want to you know come into my space and tell me they know more than I do in this area. you know it's like that's that's what I've been doing for the last seven years. and that's what all I do. And so you know it's like you got something like that. you usually know it better than somebody else. Uh, so and that would that would include working with uh, any business owner selling a business, any developer selling an asset, an appreciated asset, any investor selling an asset, anyone selling anyone selling an appreciated asset. Uh, uh, over $2 million, I can help them, you know, eliminate the capital gain tax, And, you know, it calls for life insurance in there. So I do joint work with the guys. Cases are, you know, take a while to do. I mean, when I think the quickest one I've ever done is about six months. And the longest one is about a year and a half. Yep. And so, uh, and so they take a long time because you have to get, it's, it's complex, and so but I've built the spreadsheets and everything else around it. So those are the ideal clients for what I can do. High-income earners, anybody over usually a million and a half a year are great clients too. Business owners that are making a million-plus a year that are going to sell their business three, four, five, six, seven, ten years down the road, those are great clients, but those are perfect to work with. I can help them get an income tax deduction along the way and then eliminate the tax on their assets. So, so those are the types of clients I'm looking for. Anybody that has a company that needs a buy, sell, uh, that has a buy, sell in place, or they wanna learn how to uh, be able to tax deduct those dollars that they're, that they're funding to buy, sell with, with life insurance, there's a way to do that uh, with a guy that's got a track record with the IRS of doing it. So, you know, we, we, I've vetted these things out. I work with the right attorneys or the right guys that have the relationships where it's all, you know, a lot more black letter law. There's a lot of stuff out there with some of these same strategies where people are doing it wrong. Uh, but, but those are the ways I, I usually jointly work with other, with other agents in those areas. And those are the two main ones that I focus on.
0: Uh, sure. in, in in part of it, so um, sure, sure what you will, but I know that just in your own experience, I mean, you know, for anyone, it takes a certain, you know, it takes not just knowing what to do, but it takes experiential learning and, you know, skill development to get to the point where you have the confidence to close a, you know, million dollar plus case, right? And I know in your case, you know, you've, you know, I don't know how long ago, but you've worked with, you know, people as you were learning the ropes, if you will. Um, And now I know you work with the gentleman or, you know, he, you do some joint cases with him. And one of the things that you told me that he said was that, you know, he's getting these leads, but they're not popping like um, they do for you. And so, you know, you've been working with him and just kind of helping him along the way. In your mind, what is the benefit of, you know, potentially someone who wants to do that million-dollar case, has the client in place, has the opportunity, what is the benefit, if you will, to potentially doing that with you based on your experience of closing these cases left and right?
1: Well, it's, it's the same way I started out. You know, I didn't I didn't close my, the first, you know, $500,000 a year premium uh, or, or million-dollar premium. I had somebody else doing it with me because it's too scary
0: <laughs> but, yeah. right yeah. like, it's kind of hard to say like, when you're scared I
1: mean, well first of all when i heard about the numbers i was like he's selling, he's selling a policy that big I was like,
0: <laughs> anyway i
1: found out a little bit about it and then i ended up going to a golf tournament with the guy that does a bunch of these cases and then he brought me into his world so i, I didn't i mean i, I to his meetings i didn't say a word <laughs>
0: you know, Listen and learn. <laughs> yeah, so it's like you
1: know, it's not normal for a guy to do those kind of cases until he's been doing them, and then you, yeah. then the next thing you do, you join this group, and most of them do these kind of cases, <laughs> right? So, it's which like- is <laughs> But it's a definitely uh nerve wracking in the beginning, and it's something where you, you know, if you're doing a, doing a strategy and done it a lot, you know, it's like super. It's it's as hard to get through the process without losing your mind, thinking you're going to you know make that kind of money on one on one pop or on yep. one. On one potential, uh, you know, sell a life insurance. And so, you know, having done a lot of these now, it's, it's, you just, you just, you kind of, you know, you have to you pinch yourself a lot because you're like, going, oh, it's still hard to believe, but it's like, uh, I'm doing so many, I got so many on the table. I'm like, you know, it's just like, I just do it. I just go through the process. And it's just like, I don't even It doesn't, I don't get nervous at all anymore than anything because it's like I am do, I got so many and the, and the clients can see that right away. So it's like, uh, you know, you don't even your, uh, the first thought I remember thinking was, "What are these clients going to think if they're borrowing money from a lender and that's going into the policy and they're paying the interest on it? You know, what, what are they going to think about that big number? I think it's going to freak them out." And it doesn't
0: <laughs> because of
1: the way you explain how it works, it's like. But I, if, if it was me explaining it at the beginning, I would have. There's no way I could have got through that. I would have never sold my first one. So I had to do quite a few cases. Mm-hmm. With other guys, before I was comfortable enough to do it because it's a lot, you know, not only that, when you get into the underwriting and the you know, writing uh, cover letters and proving their net worth and all that stuff is very complicated. And if you don't know how to do all that stuff, you can mess those cases up real quick and, and proving the death benefit, you know, that's another thing. So it's like learn how to do all this stuff, and now it's pretty actually pretty easy for me. But uh, but you know, somebody in the beginning that has never done this or never worked on these size cases is just it's much better to. Work with somebody who's got the experience, whether it's me or not. There's other guys that can do stuff that I can do, but mm-hmm. uh, you find somebody that you're comfortable with that you trust. Meeting with your clients, and then you go in and you see them together, and you just don't have to say much. <laughs> you let, you let <laughs> the other guy do most of the talking, yeah. yep. and then and then and then next thing you know, you're doing a joint case together, and you've made more money than you've ever made on uh, on somebody that you've worked a joint case with. Mm-hmm. And then you just get some experience and watch and sit back and watch. And that's what I did. i, I mean, I'll, Tons of appointments with this guy that's in his seventies, and he's he just he just killing me. He's so much fun to work with, and just uh, he told me someday I'd graduate out of his class, and I did. But you know, I, I give everything back to you know him teaching me how to do a lot of this stuff, and and then, so you put that stuff with the marketing side, and yep. now yeah, you know, it just gets crazy. It's it's a dr- it's a dream job. It's not a job. It's like a dream business way that, that it's running right now, because I can take off anytime I want to, do anything I want to, and I'm still keep up with everything. I'm, I'm very efficient. I mean, I, I, I do. I do have to tell people that if you're not organized, you may have to have an employee. But I'm very organized. <laughs> you right, 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 or help you, but I'm super organized. So you know, I got a calendar that syncs with everything, and I've just I've got a system, so that works real well for me. And uh, you know, so not everybody's going to be in the same capacity as that, but it's okay to certainly okay to have an assistant at the level I'm at, but I still don't want anybody on my payroll. It's a
0: a badge of honor, right? (laughs) Which is great. Um, so shift just, uh, let's see, I've got a couple more questions for you. Um, how shifting gears, how, you know, so you've had so much success. I mean, you're at the point where you don't need to work, you know, you, you work because you enjoy it. Um
1: Yeah. I mean, and let's clarify that because sure. I don't have a lot of, I don't have a huge house. I don't have a, all this stuff that a lot of people buy. I mean, so I, yeah, I don't have to work, right. I wouldn't have to work, but it's like, you know, I just do it cause I love it, but it's cause we don't go, we're still conservative and we give money away and we help people. So we just believe in, you know, not blowing all your money when you get bigger and bigger, bigger houses. I mean, we, we drop I mean, nice cars and we got a super nice house, but it's small and we just keep everything where it's containable, where, you know, where we don't overdo it. So in case something ever does happen to any of this stuff that we're doing, you know, I don't have to work. And that's, that, to me, that's the other piece of mind. And we do travel a lot, so that's kind of where we put most of our money, but we don't pay for flights again. But, you know, it's all, it's, 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 <laughs> it's just a, I find that hilarious. I mean, it's so I, for people to, if, this, if there's younger guys listening to this, I mean, you don't need a 5,000 square foot house when you make a million dollars a year. You, you you really just, I mean, I don't, unless you got 10 kids or something, but I understand that. But it's like, we, we got a 2,500 square foot house. We're out in the hill country. We got three acres, we got nice cars. Everything's pretty much paid for except the house. You know, we don't, I don't believe in paying that debt off cause I make more money other places, but it's like, you know, we just, we just don't, we don't abuse uh, mm-hmm. the money we make. And so that's, that's important. I think with anybody I'm working with, Like. You know, if they're younger, if they're older, they've taught me that. <laughs> <I> you. <laughs> there you
0: go. <laughs> you know, the
1: older guy, all these guys that i meet, they're, they're the same way. Some of them be kind of flashy, but at the same time, all their debt's usually paid for. They don't have all those financial problems. They don't have stuff all over the place. Uh, some of the developers don't own a lot of stuff, but obviously that's what they do for a living. But, but I just wanted to add that because I think yep. it's important.
0: No, I I think that's great. Um, And and so the question is though, building off of that, how, how do you give back? So in addition to your work, in addition to, you know, how you help people through your business, obviously um, how, how else do you give back just on a personal level?
1: Uh, Several ways, but I mean, you know, like I was saying, ago, we we do, we're very uh, charitable and I've got some charitable strategies that, that I show people that I do myself. You know, obviously there's tax perks in there, but it feels good to be able to take some all the tax money that was going to go to the government and give it to charities, yeah. churches, things, different things. So we give a lot of money away. we help families. We're constantly doing different things. Uh, you know, recently I've been so busy. I hadn't done as much and it, it starts playing on me, but that's part of what we do. The other way is just helping other people, helping other guys in this business, which is a whole lot of fun to make. Uh, I brought another friend of mine into the business He's, we're about to close some of his, some big cases. He's never done any little cases. He doesn't understand little cases and, and which little cases are big cases to most people, but these cases we working you know, on. He's never done life insurance in his life. And we're about to, we just wrote a, you know, hundred, a $1 million dollar a year case and he don't even know what he's going to make on it yet, but that's kind of cool because he's never even been in the business, but, but giving back and helping other people like that made me feel really good because, you know, he was sold his business and, He's coming into this business cold and they really need the money now. And it's going to all start getting about the time, you know, they're, they're running kind of low. So, you know, helping that and just helping other guys in general. So I network a lot with the guys that are in my FFR group and we just all help each other. And they're like me. That's like, you know, there's, we don't hide all of our stuff. It's like, it's like, like, you know, feel free to take what I got. If you want to go use it, I don't even care, but it's, it's not easy what I do. But I mean, some of these guys have different strategies, some of them are simpler, but we don't care because we got we got so many people we see every day. We're, they're never gonna, they're never gonna touch our market at all because they're probably doing an old school marketing. Or if they do, there's plenty of people out there. If 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 somebody's doing the same marketing, if same market I am, and you're doing the same marketing for them as me, and you know this. I'm just talking about this in general. There's going to be different people that reach out to me that reach out to them because our personalities are different. We look different. Nope. Uh, you know, it, it can be an age thing that people reach out to other people for different reasons. It's crazy. And so I understand that the more people that are doing what I'm doing, that's being marketed, the better it's going to be for all of us because all of a sudden there's a lot more credibility. See this nope. guy. I'm going to talk to this guy, you know, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. So, uh, you know, so it's just, there's no, there, there's no such thing as saturation in market when you have an insane marketing plan. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. what we're doing. So, uh, you know, people can say that and they do, I hear a lot. It's like, even with, you know, MLM companies or people that work for them because they can't figure out a way to close somebody or get them to come into the business. They're like, oh, it's saturated. Well, you
0: know, <laughs> sure. You know. Keep telling yourself <laughs> that.
1: <laughs> right. It's like you just, not, you just have to learn how to effectively lead somebody through the system. Because yep. you know, yep. you know, the girl above her is recruiting somebody every week. You know, it's just interesting. That's an interesting way of putting stuff like that where, you know, you just hear, you hear, you hear the stuff all the time. It's like. So, yeah, you know, I hear, I've heard guys say, well, you know, that market's probably saturated. I'm like.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. The the 40,000 people in the market. Yep. They're (laughs) final question. And just, I want to just kind of open-ended. Thank you so much for your time. And as we kind of start wrapping up, are there any final thoughts that you'd like to share that are, are important to you or that you think might, we haven't covered that you think a producer watching this would benefit from?
1: Yeah, I think it's like, uh, you know, some people look at stuff like this and they're like, Oh, well, you know Sam's I'm probably making money off this, whatever. Well, I'm not. And you know, I don't need to make money off this. I'm helping you cause you've been helping me and you know, that's true. And so we, you know it's good it's good to understand that, yeah, this stuff works, but it's not all you know it's not for I, you know, I think it's for anyone, but I think it's there's certain things you have to do to make it work. you know you put all your time and energy in learning what the pain point is of the market we're trying to get into. So you know I think it's one of those things where it's like you know it, you're not gonna start getting a ton of leads every week right from week one. It's one of those things where it's gonna take some time. but what's happened, and this is a real important, I think I don't know if you tell these guys that all this sometimes, but it's like I started out with 500 LinkedIn connections. I built on my own that were had nothing to do with developers. So I had all these different people, and some of them were friends. A lot of people I've met in the past, whatever. Uh, probably not target my target market at all, or probably not even a prospect uh, with anything I did.
0: I've seen a few attractive uh, women come through.
1: Well, yeah, Well, I'm married now, so no. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> so but what what's happened is, you know, I started out with 500. Now I got over 5,000 people I'm connected to most of them are developers and investors. So now when you, when we do a video together and you send it out, which I see them go out all the time because it'll, it'll it'll kind of tag me in the, the, or I guess you tag me, but now those go out in front of all those people, all those extra people. So I get, I get people commenting on that and I I see stuff going on. So I get appointments from that too. Not just people connecting, new people connecting to me, people that have been in there because they start seeing my videos and it's random probably every time somebody sees it. But the point is, is that over time, it's gotten better and better and better. I remember being on that last, you know, uh, for two weeks I was gone and I was stressed out because I looked at my calendar for the last three days I was there. I was like, let me see what I got next week. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, that's, that's so much to deal with on your first week back. But I was sitting there laughing because that's the problem we all want to have. You know, your we calendar so booked, you don't know what to do. So. So, the point being is that in the beginning, you'll still get leads, and sometimes, depending on what market you're in, what you're doing, you probably get more than what mine are. Mine's such a different market. Mine's kind of different than a lot of people's are, but it's like uh, I don't need very many clients for what I'm doing, or very many prospects. You know, some people need more, sell more, you know, per week or more appointments a week. Mine's less appointments, more quality, larger cases. So everybody's a little bit different, but it's good to know that. In the beginning, it just got better and better, and it's still getting better by the day because we're still connecting to people. So I keep seeing my number go up and up and up by the connections I get, which means there's more people looking at everything that you're sending out for me.
0: Fantastic. All right. Well, Jane Walls, thank you so much for being our very first guest number one on the new Million Dollar Producer Show. Number one, man. So <laughs> thank you so much for your time today. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Thanks, Paul. Take care.